Hey, I had a quite interesting conversation yesterday with a, with a lady who approached me. I didn't know her before and she found me through the uh, reference. Let's call her Jane. So she said that uh, she's looking for a tech lead for her startup, uh, a person who would um, help her build the technical platform, which is part of uh, her um, interesting idea for the market. And she sent me the description of that position and she said, can you help me? And I uh, was looking at the position. There was some information about technical background, about previous projects, the typical job description. And uh, I said, I'm not a recruiter. Like, what do you expect me to do? Where do I find that person? And uh, she said, uh, then maybe I can outsource that uh, software development for you. And I said, uh, we are not outsourcers. So we are not a, a software shop. We, we don't create, we don't develop software on that type of contract. And then she said, uh, then what do you do? Like, can you help me? Because you guys were uh, recommended to me as, you know, software experts. And then I... I was thinking, how do I explain what Xerocracy is actually doing? And I sent her links to the website, I sent a number of articles, and then a link to my book, and then uh, a couple of videos. And then I realized that the amount of information i dropping on her is too large, and I need to, you know, to find a way to explain what we do in just a five-minute video. And that's why I'm recording it right now. So, uh, Jane, here's the, here's the very short description of uh, what do we do and why we are better than what you what other options you have right now and basically you have uh, two options as a young startup the first option for you to for the problem to solve and you're not a technical person so you don't know uh, how to write code you need someone or a group of people to to do that for you that option is full-time hiring that's what you started from. So you make a job description, you go around the market, you try to find uh, first a technical lead and then that technical lead hopefully will find other people and they, can, they will organize in a group and you call the technical department and then they start uh, developing uh, the code for you and it becomes a platform and then you go to the market, your clients join in and they start paying you, the business gets successful, you get venture capital and then boom, you're a millionaire. That's your plan. So you want the best people, right? You obviously want to have the best people in your team. And my question is, where are those people right now? They're not sitting on the market waiting for you to show up. They're not uh, going on the job websites looking for a new job. They are hired right now. They are employed right now. And uh, why they would leave their warm places and go to work for you? what's going to be the primary motivation. And the best people, they work in pretty big companies with pretty large budgets and they get pretty decent salaries, big salaries. You know, the IT sector right now is in deficit. So we don't have enough good programmers and we don't have enough even bad programmers. The demand is way higher right now than the supply the market can provide. So we are, don't have enough uh, technical resources and you're looking for the best of them. So how are you going to get them if your budget is not as huge as the budget of uh, giants who are on the market right now? You need to buy them somehow, those best people, but you don't have the money. Maybe you're planning to offer them the stocks of your future business, the, the, the shares of, of the stocks of your startup, which they may convert into millions of dollars in a few years. But if those people are smart, they know that statistically speaking, 90% of startups or a huge amount of startups, the majority of them, they just fail. So it's a gambling for them. 
So why they would gamble with somebody who they don't know, meaning you, Jane, instead of creating their own startups, if they're so smart, if they're technically competent, if they know the, the technical domain, if they know people around, if they're in this market for many years, they're the best. So why they need you if it's a gambling? I don't think you know smart uh, and the professional developers would go for that, would fall for that offer. Let me give you a metaphor, which I usually give on this management talks about best people and uh, not the best people. Let's imagine you have a war zone conflict and you need, and you're the commander of a group of people. And you have two options. You uh, can hire uh, juniors, people who don't know how to fight, who just were recruited a few days ago and they got their weapon, weapons and they got their pistols and they need to fight, but they have no idea how to do that. And they will do whatever you say. Or you, need to, you can hire a group of people who are professionals, who were fighting for years and they know how, to, you know how to kill and how to win. Which option do you prefer? In the first option, you most likely will lose because those people will die in, in the first few minutes of the fight and nothing will work. In the second option, it will be very difficult to manage those people because they're professionals. And most likely they will kill you instead of going and fighting against the enemy. Because they are so professional, they know the, the, the territory, they understand how it all works. And to manage them, you have to be super professional. You have to be smarter than them. You have to be the, the soldier who they respect and who most likely they are afraid. Are you that person in the territory of IT? It doesn't seem to be so. Because you're not a technical person. You're a business, financial, marketing expert, whatever. But you don't understand tech territory. And you're planning to get the best people and then you're planning to manage them. What's the reason for them will be to, uh, to fight properly and to work properly. Having you as a manager, as a boss on top of them who doesn't really understand what's going on. Most likely they will work against you, not with you. They will use you as a cash cow, as a cash provider. They will be just sitting in your office getting uh, good salaries and waiting for something better to show up on the market. That's what's going to happen. If you're going to hire junior people, they will stay with you for some time. They will learn how to program. They will become better. They will become medium level programmers. And then in a year or two, they will just quit. Or they will come to you demanding the twice as large salary as you hired them for. So in both cases, you're going to lose. In the case of a professional developers, they will not work as you expect. They will work against you because there is not enough motivation to work for somebody who doesn't understand uh, the territory, doesn't understand uh, the business uh, domain. In the second scenario, when you hire juniors, hoping that they will grow together with your business, they will become uh, greater, better, more professional, and then they will start giving you value. It's not going to work. The moment you, they become better, they will go find some other places. They will, or they will demand way larger salaries the moment they realize that they are better now, that they are more uh, marketable people, they can be uh, purchased by somebody else. And there will be no loyalty involved. If you count on that, uh, I have bad news for you. You buy them now, somebody else will buy them later. If you get people by, you know, by bribing them with money, somebody else will be able to do the same easily, just increasing the amount a little bit. You have option number two, which is called outsourcing. So you can find a company on the market, um, the great company, read their booklets, read their marketing, read their references, how many successful clients they have. They will give you a great presentation. You hire them and then you expect them uh, to be your partners and to actually create 
what you want for your business. It's not going to happen. Do you know how those outsourcing companies work financially? They are basically selling people's time. So they have people on a payroll getting full-time monthly salaries, which they have to pay no matter what, in order not to lose those people. And the more people they have, the more successful their business is. And your business will be yet another cash cow for them, the provider of cash, the provider of money to cover this, the monthly salaries of those people. They will not worry about the, your business strategy. They're not going to worry about your business objectives, your uh, technical needs, real technical needs, the requirements of your project. They're all going to worry about, are you capable of supplying the next month's salary for them? If you keep paying them month to month, they will be with you. They will look like your partners. They will keep developing something. But your objectives and their objectives are opposite. They want the project to run for as long as possible. They want to dry your wallet out completely until you uh, get fully bankrupted. They will be with you. Your objective is the opposite. You want the project to finish as soon as possible. You don't want to waste all of your money on that development. You want to stop. They want to continue. You are not partners. You are enemies. And I uh, wrote a few articles about that on the blog, on my blog, a few years ago. Uh, you, you can find it out. Try to Google for why outsourcing doesn't work anymore. And I'm not the only one who is saying that. So outsourcing is uh, a great concept for uh, large corporations where nobody really cares about the result, but only cares about uh, ongoing support of something which was created years ago. In that case, yes, when you don't care about the amount of money, you only care about the presence of developers online, in front of their computers, pretending to be doing something to cover you know, the image of some higher managers, then outsourcing is a great concept. But if you as a startup founder, Jane, wants to actually complete what you're planning to complete in a reasonable amount of time with a reasonable amount of money and then get to the real you know, business success, then outsourcing is the place where you're gonna lose, for sure. In both cases, in uh, full-time hiring your own team or going to outsourcing, uh, you're gonna run out of cash sooner or later. And then you will come to me. I've seen many companies, many startup founders coming to me with no cash in their hands anymore and telling me exactly the same story again and again. We had a lot of money, we got investments, and then we hired a great team, 15 programmers, we got the best computers, the best office in the downtown, and we were working for a full year, and then we ran out of money, and we let the people go. What do we do now? We have just a few thousand dollars left on the bank account. Can you help us? That's what they tell us. It's too late. I can't help in that situation. But when they start, they think that they will be more lucky than everybody else then for some reason they will be magically find the best people on the market and those people will become their full-time slaves and they will work for them with their full hearts dedicated to that business. Or they will find a great outsourcing partner and that partner will forget about uh, their own business reasons and will just focus on the project and make sure the project actually finishes and succeeds. I don't think uh, it's reasonable to count on those uh, lucky scenarios. They may happen sometimes, maybe on the market for somebody. But Jane, you want to be reasonable. You want to count on something which is more predictable than those uh, imaginative successes. So what do we do in Zerocracy? This is option number three, which you have. And uh, it looks like this. First, 
we create you a team of freelancers. People who don't work full-time and they don't have monthly salaries. Those people work in many projects. They are located in different places in the world and they are not our employees and they are not your employees. They are freelancers. Then, on top of this team, we put the artificial intelligence software, robots, which we created, and a very strict policy of work, which also we created over the last years. And then the computer, the robot, the artificial intelligence, plus the policy, manages those people. Not you, who doesn't know how to manage technical people. Not those outsourcing bosses who only care about not managing them properly, but actually instead managing them not properly. But the AI and the policy, which are designed to be on your side. Then you communicate with the team and you see how AI controls their work and how AI distributes tasks among them. And you see how the process goes. But you don't need to be involved actively there because the AI, the robots, know better than you and know better than me. They were designed uh, for many years and they have the knowledge how to manage those people so that the success will be on your side. And finally, you pay them those people and the AI and the software by results only. Not by the end of the month, not by the end of the week, but when they actually deliver something. When they deliver, when the product is getting launched and deployed and you get new versions and you get new features, new functionality, you release your payments. This is something that nobody in the previous two options can afford. Full-timer, working by result, impossible. They all want monthly salaries. Outsourcers, working by result, try them with a fixed cost model. You will see how much of a disaster it is. We can afford that. We found a mechanism. We invented that mechanism to enable paying by result in quite large software teams on a quite large time scale and scope size. So the bottom line is that our option is way better than, any, than the previous two because in our model, programmers, you and the AI, share the same objectives to finish the project as soon as possible the sooner we finish the sooner everybody gets their money gets their uh, final result that's a quite short summary of what we do i hope you i hope i helped you actually to understand what we do if you need more information more details you can go dive deeper into our policy document which is uh, uh, published online. You can read my articles on the blog, just use the keyword bureaucracy, or you can watch some of the videos on this YouTube channel. Thanks, Jane, for watching. Thanks, everybody. Uh, stay tuned. Bye-bye.